0: Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Behind the Mask. As always, I'm Eugene with my co host. He's actually back. The aliens (laughs) did block him off. They did not probe him in case anybody wants to know. They left him alone. Yeah, I uh... definitely want to (laughs) know. But my co host,
1: Crickets, Crickets. No, Dennis, (laughs) hey guys, how's it going?
0: Man, one he misses one podcast and he's already forgets how to do this.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Well, so welcome back, Dennis. And last episode for all, actually, I've now seen. I looked on our anchor page, which is where our that's our podcast hosting platform. We actually had ten views. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. And listens. Yeah. I don't know if it's like very nice. two per episode or if they picked and choose or if like episode one got a lot. I don't care. But 10 people. I'm, I'm happy. So.
1: So it, d- does it count us cl- clogging in and listening? You know what?
0: <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, is, I honestly, I have not gone on there just because I don't want that to happen. So uh, I haven't even listened to our own podcast except when I edit it. So yeah. Um, but last week was a great episode. We had
1: it was it if, was.
0: If all of you, if anybody out there is listening to this new pod, podcast, go back and listen to episode three. And we had B Youngs Paxton. Paxton, it's hard. I, I got to remember it's an S, not a T.
1: Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no T in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So B Young Paxton was on, and it was just awesome to be able to talk to her and catch up with her. I've known B for, I've known about B forever. As long as her career has been going around. And if you're as old as me and Dennis, you've seen the smart parts poster.
1: The smart parts poster. You got it.
0: That poster was infamous. Yes. Uh And, but then you've also seen her in everything that she's ever done. And she's a really awesome person. Her and her husband are amazing. They both got huge hearts. And that's what I love about those two, and it was yeah, pretty-
1: and practically paintball royalty for that matter. I mean, Mike was part of so many different you know championship Ironman squads. He was less than zero. He played on Avalanche. So yeah, he's or sorry, AfterShock. I apologize. Um, so yeah, I mean, both of them are just it, talk about. Like I say, paintball royalty. They are uh, they're definitely up there.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And I I love talking <laughs> to her and just just hearing the stories that she had to to say and stuff. So if you guys are listening to this
1: and if you don't
0: know who B is, look her up.
1: Yeah, do yourself a favor and look her up.
0: Go on to the Google's and Google her, and uh, you'll see her pretty much her whole career on there. And if you have that, go on to her Instagram. It's B. Young's Paxton. Paxton, Let me double check that. I want to make sure that I get that information out because I want to definitely help her out and help out Destiny. Destiny, this is something that she created and it's huge. Uh, Just If you listen to the podcast, if you didn't, there are 19 Destiny teams in the whole U.S. right now. And I think it's even... 19 counting the ones that are like outside of the U S she's got teams. Yeah.
1: Overseas. Yeah. Yeah. She's got overseas teams as well. Um, And, and, you know, kudos to her and Mike for creating what is essentially, I mean, they may not be a powerhouse in the sense that, uh, you know, they're constantly placing or anything like that, but they are so solid. They're so strong in terms of their um, you know, Uh, their coordination and their, their structure of the teams themselves. Um, uh, They've just done wonders with that, that whole organization.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And so to look her up on Instagram, it's B Paxson and that's P A X S O N Paxson. And then you can look up destiny paintball at basically destiny paintball. That's pretty much it but definitely keep a keep an eye out for them they're going to be doing uh the Florida Open that'll be the next big big thing that's coming up for them and they're going to be fielding i believe it's their first
1: uh hold on i think it's their first div 5 i think i no i thought it was <laughs> excuse team. me sorry
0: i thought it, she said x ball team
1: Oh, X Ball! You're right. It yeah. is. It's going to be their first X Ball team,
0: which is pretty awesome. It's exciting for them. So I'm I'm yeah. excited for oh. them. So, yeah, that was a it was a great conversation, and yeah, and then here we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and something that that B brought up that I actually wanted to touch on, and and you know, kind of take a moment to to recognize was, um, you know, her her kind of coming up in the industry. Um, she mentioned uh, Tim Montresser, who. For those of us who've been in in the game long enough, remember him from uh, the early smart parts teams, the Philly Americans primarily being in one of the, one of the biggest names, but um, you know, he worked for smart parts uh, in their design department and he, unfortunately um, he passed away earlier this year. Uh, Last I had heard it was uh, COVID related, but that was never actually confirmed. Um, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, we lost a uh, we lost a legend in Tim, and then just a few weeks ago, uh, we unfortunately lost another big name in the paintball industry, which was Marcus Nielsen. Um, yeah, he well- uh, he really came to prominence in the, in the early two thousands uh, with Team Arsenal, and um, he he was probably the sport's first real, like bad boy, superstar, you know, I mean, he, he garnered a reputation for being, for really skirting those edges. Uh, you know, um, a lot of us who stood on the sideline watching him play, knew he wiped everybody was yelling about it, but I mean, he, he got away you know, he got away with it and he openly admits it. In fact, in, in an episode where Maddie is talking with him on, um, it was a jawbreaker volume three, I believe he was talking about, uh, playing Huntington beach and, you know, getting the center punch right in the goggles and, and he ducks behind the bunker wipes it and then tells the ref it's spray. It's spray. Come wipe me off, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, un- unfortunately, uh, you know, he passed away just a few weeks ago, uh, from, uh, he was in a, a, a car car accident. And so, you know, Losing two big names like that that really did have a lot of impact on the sport in two different ways. Um again, Tim was very big outside of the sport in terms of uh, you know, pushing the industry forward with the marker technology. Um worked working with smart parts initially and then he moved on to work with Lux as well. And then you know, again, Marcus being that that superstar, that personality. And um, you know, everybody that's ever talked to him has always said off the field. He's actually one of the you know genuinely down-to-earth guys and and really did you know give his shirt off of his back to people at times and and tim had a very similar uh, personality he was very soft-spoken a lot of people really liked him for uh for the fact that you know his heart was so big so you know it's unfortunate that uh, that we have to that we have to say goodbye to both of those gentlemen
0: yeah, and I was just reading up on some of Tim just to see, uh, dig a little deeper about like his whole career. And it's just, dude, Tim's career is
1: crazy. It was phenomenal. It was. Yeah, it was it, phenomenal.
0: It, I mean, he started off playing on the, what was it Titman's team?
1: Yep. Uh, he started off a Titman attack, I believe is what it was called. Titman oh, attack. Titman effect. Titman effect. Yeah, yes.
0: Titman effect. Thank you. And. You know, and then going on from there, and then uh, like you said, it was the, the All-Americans. Uh, he played for Philly and stuff, and then just like his the list and stuff that he did was just amazing. And that was one thing, like uh, like you said, it was brought up when I was speaking to B that they have, she has a picture of Tim. And he's going to be on all their mm-hmm. jerseys from here on out on
1: the, all of their jerseys. Yeah.
0: And it looks really good when I, I yeah.
1: saw a picture of it. So tip of the hat to be in Mike for I mean, that's talk about a super classy move, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, that that's it, that really shows a lot for, um, you know, for the heart of the people who are part of this, who are part of this sport. Um, you know, yeah, we might talk a lot of trash to each other on the field and there is animosity between teams and things like that. But once we're off the field, um, you know, we're, we're more than happy to get together, you know, buy drinks for each other and and sit down and reminisce and laugh. And, and like I said, just super classy. move.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it just seems like, Back in the day, at least for us, it was like that. I don't know about how it is now. I mean, it just seems like some people are out there just to for the me me. Just like a lot of of, you know, a lot of things are going on. It's and I've said this in uh, I think it was like two podcasts before. It's like it was for us. It was like a family. You know, we're this little subculture, and we're just trying to have fun, play the sport that most people are like that's not a sport you're just running around in the woods shooting each other it's like no <laughs> it's it war games to- yeah it's it's war games and that's actually what it used to be called when my dad was playing it back in the day back in the 80s he would go off to go yeah. play war games now we're just all like dude i'm gonna go to the paintball field and you know play some paintball
1: yeah
0: whereas or, exactly. or a buddy of mine will say you want to go paintball shooting it's like what <laughs> And I always correct them all, dude, it's just paintball. He's all, yeah, paintball shooting. No, dude, it's paintball. We're going to go paintballing. (laughs) But definitely it's a huge, huge loss with both of them. You know, both within within the same year. And, man, I mean, you're right. With Marcus, it was like, holy crap, that dude is on the field was insane.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: he He played hard. And it was always fun to watch him. And then off the field, I th- met him once at, I forgot what event, but yeah, super nice guy. was able to talk to him. We wanted to get an interview with him, but didn't get a chance to.
1: Yeah. He- um,
0: things, But it was cool. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Played- I,
1: I actually had a chance to talk with him and this was, um, you know, this predated uh, Sunday clothing by, you know, a few months, but I had a chance to talk to him off the field at um the last huntington beach we played uh, you know arsenal was uh, like i say at that point they had become one of the kind of the powerhouse teams and and um you know they were always exciting and he made he was a big reason why they were very electric um but like you said i mean just super nice guy really kind of down to earth um had a little bit of that you know bad like i say that bad boy swagger to him and and uh That's part of what made him so attractive to people in terms of watching the sport because you kind of want to root for the, the anti-hero, you know, you kind of want you deep down, you're kind of like, hey, yeah, that guy's kind of a badass, you know, but, um that's, but as you said, really, really nice guy yeah. and, and was very giving of, um, of the, the industry. He really, he did a lot to try and promote the sport as much as he could. And I think that was part of the reason why uh, he was so well-loved.
0: And I think that's kind of what this industry needs again is, you know, more, oh, I agree. more like that. same, I mean, be, We and Mike are definitely doing that. Uh, You still have a lot of the old, old crew that's still out there that wants to push to do more things and do good things for the sport. Because back in the day for us, it was the sport was about the player, not about the almighty dollar. Yep. You know, and I've always in a couple episodes now we've, I've said that uh, behind the mask and back when we had it, which was Sunday clothing was all about the player. Didn't care if you were big or small. We wanted to talk to you and give you a platform to be able to just shine and feel like a rock star, you know, because we did talk to the other bad boy of
1: paintball, which was Chris LaSoya. Chris LaSoya. Yeah. I was just going to say.
0: He was, dude, on the field, he was a beast. You did not want to piss him off. You were like, if you got shot, you get off the field, get off the field, run.
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, I was watching Serial Killers, the very first one, and he he had his own little segment, and you could see he was like – he was ultra-aggressive on the field. But when you get off the field, the nicest dude that you could meet and we'll talk to you. And he didn't care who you were because I remember standing with him and we were talking. It was before an interview that we did with him and some like lady came up and it was with like uh, her son and the dude was a little bit slow and you could tell, but you could tell he was all like super stoked to meet Chris.
1: Excited to meet Chris, yeah.
0: And he was all like, oh bro, give me a second. I was like, go for it. He turned around and took pictures and signed something. He was just totally cool with the kid. And then when yeah. they were done, got back to doing what he was doing. I was like super cool, dude. And that's what a lot and you know the funny thing is that yeah. a lot of the older crowd of paintballers were like that. They were all about just they were giving back.
1: Yeah, they were. And 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 it's like you say, on the field. Um him, Marcus, uh, to an extent, Thomas Taylor, um, you know, Rich Telford was another one where they, they kind of had a little bit of a, you know, an attitude and, and you didn't want to piss them off depending on who you supported. Because, you know, at that time, you know, when you had the, the real confirmed fandoms for each team, you know, dynasty had their fan base and excessive had their fan base and so on, um you would say you hated these guys. And it, and I mean, in terms of, you know, in talking to somebody who a player who was a fan of a particular team, it rivaled that of other professional sports. You know, you talk to other baseball fans, Oh, screw the Dodgers. You know, you guys are terrible. I'm Padres all the way, you know, that type of thing, you know, and they would pick out specific players. But then when you really got to talking to them, it's like, yeah, you know what? I hate that guy because he's not on my team. <laughs> so they were, you know, you hate them. But as soon as they're wearing your jersey, yeah, you love them. You love them.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I was not a fan of, of Dynasty back in the day. I was a Iron Man and excessive.
1: Yeah, fan. yeah same, so, same. And, yeah. It, and it had nothing to do with other than just you know not wanting to go with the crowd.
0: Yeah, exactly. Seeing <laughs> how Dynasty is this big thing, they bring out that dragon running around. Yeah, they want like, to the, be one of those man. tools. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for the underdog. And I was like, you know, that's where when Excessive came out, I was like, I'm all – about excessive
1: all about excessive but
0: i was still a big fan of uh iron man and a big part of that was you know mike pax pax was a solid freaking back player an underrated and we i think b even said that in in the last podcast and i i keep talking about it but he was one of the (laughs) underrated back players of the time and still and love the guy and uh huge big dude big dude
1: yeah, Mike's, Mike is not easily lost in a crowd. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he is a big dude, but he – dude, he would dive into those snakes like he was, you know, five foot two, and nobody would hit him. It's like, what the heck? How do you do that?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But he was a really good back player. But I miss uh, – we always say this, but we just miss the old days. <laughs> <We>
1: miss, <laughs> I think More it's, nostalgic it's, for you listeners, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, drifting off into – my little la la land, and seeing how oh, I miss those days. But yeah. hey, you know what? Let's see what the future holds. Um, right now, it's NXL. Uh, you know, who knows what can happen down the line. We're starting yep. to see a lot more tournaments starting to pop up again. And and something that you brought up earlier was
1: college. Yes, yes, uh, collegiate paintball.
0: Who out there would love to get a scholarship to play paintball at a big college? I mean, well, if I was younger, I'd be all over that. I'd be looking. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, absolutely.
0: I, it would. I'd be stupid if I was all like, ah, oh, whatever.
1: No. But yeah. Was, exactly. Um, and 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 it's pretty legit uh, for for people listening who you know may not have even heard of uh, colleges being actively you know, uh, fielding team, fielding teams for tournaments or anything like that. Um, The NCPA, the National Collegiate Payball Association, has actually been around for quite some time. Um, You know, they were they were fielding teams in the regular brackets for tournaments with the with the NPPL. And then from there, um, they slowly started organizing their own brackets. So it was schools playing other schools. But even then, it was purely player driven, you know, the players had to come up with their own money for the, you know, for their gear. Um, some, they did have some sponsorship, you know, paint sponsors and, and, uh, gear and stuff like that. But, you know, they still had to try and field the teams themselves and they didn't really have the backing of the school. Um, but this is all changed now. Um, now the NCPA actually organizes their own tournaments and, um, it's a little difficult to, um, it's a little difficult to, to find the information, so it may not be available anymore. I, I was doing the best I could to try and look it up, but um, at one point, you actually could earn scholarships to play paintball. So, uh, like you said, it's like who would who would pass on the opportunity to do something like that? Um, crazy. It, it, there's so many people, you know, not only here in the, in North America, but I, I would imagine the world over, um, kind of harbor secret. Uh, secret dreams of being a student athlete you know being able to have their college education paid for and play a sport that they absolutely love yeah and so you know it's, it's more of a reality now than it ever was
0: Well, and especially with this sport, who, like I said, most people don't recognize it as a sport. It's just something that you're going to go out into the woods and just run around and shoot each other. And it's like, no, it's a little bit more than that. Um, I was actually, I actually paid for uh, Go Sports. I'm actually now a subscriber.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: (laughs) And I started watching some of their stuff. And in the show, The Rundown, they actually showed, it was a video on the Baltimore Revo that they went to the Under Armour facility to train. And it was a whole video on how they were training. And mm-hmm. so it was it was really cool to watch and seeing how Under Armour, which I don't know how much of a sponsor or how, because I've never seen them anywhere else sponsoring anybody else that I know of. But they brought these guys in to show like a whole training session with them. And it was pretty intense. And to
1: Interesting.
0: See, yeah, to see that it's no longer just a bunch of fat dudes going out into the woods, shooting each other (laughs) and looking like athletes and working out. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're able to do this on the college level and you feel, you know, you're made out to be an athlete, I mean, that would be
1: awesome. Oh, it's incredible. Incredible.
0: Yeah. I was reading that this thing actually, they started as far back as 2004.
1: Yes. Would yeah, you- it, it's not something that is new, but it's been very under the radar, and and that's why some people it, it kind of takes them by surprise. That when you say that there is already an established, uh, you know, league for these college teams, there's already an established format, and as you said, they've got. Uh, student athletes going out to the Under Armour facility. They've got training programs. They've got, um, you know, dietary programs and stuff like that that are in place to help these guys, you know, to be the best, uh, be the best paintball players that they can be. So it, it's really, really very promising. Again, growth of the sport is always going to be the big thing, but um, it's very promising to see the opportunities for people who, you know, this is what they love and this is what they do. And then they they can, you know, actually get an education while continuing to play the sport and not have to sacrifice, you know, one for the other.
0: Well, like Dennis said, uh, if you guys want to look this up, it is ncpapaintball.com. And just like all other paintball websites,
1: you get to a full great, of dead links.
0: You get to a great homepage, and it goes dead after that. But yeah, we do have an event coming up, which is yes. you said It was next weekend.
1: Uh, it's five days from now. There's oh. actually a countdown timer on the landing page for NCPA.
0: We should say what the date is because
1: we can't. Mm, that's TV. a good point.
0: <laughs> so it was. Oh, now I got to go back to that. I don't want to lose this page. Five days. So we're talking. So next week.
1: Yeah. So yeah, week, so it would so. be next week.
0: Um, that would be the 15th. Let me double check on this. So, we're looking at the weekend of the 17th and 18th. That's when they're going to have their event. And yeah. where is it at? Did you see that?
1: Oh, you said it was I it did. On. It is going to be at, at Tiki Paintball. And, um, let me get the address here
0: well he's getting that let me give you guys a little bit of a list of some of the teams or at least some of the schools that actually are fielding teams this list was back in 2019 so i didn't i couldn't find the 2000 the 2021 which they may have not been fielding anything because since everybody was doing online schooling but it sounds like they're getting back to it uh here in 2021 and we have like university of maryland the terrapins they've got a, a, a team Texas A and M, the Aggies, uh-huh. they have a team. Uh, West um, Point, West Point has the Black Knights. Yep. And uh, yep. I don't know, if, is it the same Black Knights as in you know Independence? Day? I, I'm just. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Will no. Smith was part of the team. <laughs> um, so, it, not to to stop your stop your steamroll there, Eugene. Um, so the the. Event is gonna take place uh, April 17th through the 18th at uh, Tiki Paintball Park in Tampa, Florida. Um looks like it's gonna be a two-day event, uh class A and double A prelims on Saturday and then playoffs on Sunday. So it's a very typical uh format to uh to most tournaments, um, save that they're doing it in two days instead of a three-day event. Um but uh, the, the way they have it, because this is class A and double A, so essentially, uh, you know, class A would be your your more novice divisions and then double A would be uh, your amateur division. Um, there are no uh, pro players allowed in this, obviously. You have to be a full-time student at that same college or university. Um, but it, uh, they do have a caveat saying, oh, any, any player who would have been eligible for 2020 would be eligible for this year. So, as you said, they didn't have any events for 2020. So they kind of went 2019, 2021. Um, in terms of teams, I actually do have a list of all of the uh, schools that have clubs right now. So okay. I could tell you, um, okay. I could tell you just running down the. I mean, there's 271. Uh, clubs, total of 44 states wow. with a collegiate paintball club. So, as I said, this is something that is very established, mm-hmm. and um, it's giving these guys a really, really good uh, opportunity to to get out there and to play and represent their school. You know, I mean, there's uh, us being based in California, uh, Southern California. We've got 14 schools that all have teams representing in the NCPA right now. I know. So that it's it's very exciting.
0: One was Long Beach.
1: Long Beach has a team. Cal State Fullerton has a team. Oh. Cal State Northridge has a team. Fresno State, uh, Santa Barbara, Santa Clara, uh, UC Irvine, UC San Diego, <laughs> UC Davis. Yeah, there's quite a few.
0: It's yeah. almost you know it, it's almost like we should try to get in contact with these.
1: Schools. Uh, I was way ahead of you. I, I I already had that banked in the back of my mind. well,
0: well in that case. <laughs> If you are from Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach, Cal State Fullerton, uh, is it Cal State Santa Barbara? Uh,
1: Santa Barbara, Northridge, uh, Fresno State, uh, UC Irvine, UC San Diego, UC Davis, UC Santa Barbara. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if please, guys, if any of you guys reach out to us,
0: reach out to us. We are definitely going to try to reach out to you guys, but we would love to talk to you guys about being a college paintball player.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I would almost say that's almost an oxymoron because if I was in college, I would not have enough money to play <laughs> paintball.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember when I was that age, I wasn't even in college and I was still struggling to play to play paintball because mom didn't want to give me the money. I yeah, had to play no. for my own everything. Exactly so that's cool that's that is actually seriously cool which there was another thing that was on there that i saw and we had we scrolled past it but it was the hall the high school
1: yes there is also a high school division for the ncpa um i can actually jump back a little bit here and uh, i can bring up that list and give you an idea of um Give you an idea of how many teams are being represented there. There we go. There's my high school club list. Apologize for the listeners. We have multiple windows open and trying to uh, jump back and forth can be difficult at times. So, um, so I'm showing there's going to be a total number of 28 clubs represented, uh, 16 states each with a club. California alone has five. Oh, um, we've wow. got a fun. We've got teams coming out of Davis, which is uh, Northern California. Uh, Fontana, Fullerton, Grossmont High. Uh, so it's it, it's pretty nice. Um, obviously, yep. it's going to be a much smaller pool yeah. than the collegiate because high school sports are are usually intramural. You know, they they don't usually go out of out of state or anything like that so this is the I I would imagine this is probably still a relatively new format but yeah they are they are represented as well looks like Texas is giving us a run for the number of teams they're putting out as well they've got five
0: well I mean Texas is is huge and they've got everybody that loves guns there so you know why
1: not yeah (laughs) it's a good mix it's a good mix
0: (laughs) I would I would actually like to get a hold of a high school team too if not all of them I mean there's only five You know, I think it would be really cool to get them on this thing, too, and talk to them. because It would. You know, get them out there and see if we can help them out by getting some more sponsors, because I don't know how many of these teams have sponsors. But that would be a really cool thing to get a hold of.
1: It would. It would. Um, Unfortunately, on both for the collegiate list as well as the high school, um, it's like you say, typical, the most paintball websites. Um, All of these schools are uh, clickable links that go Mm -hmm. nowhere.
0: Well, <laughs> I guess we're going to have to go to the almighty Google yeah. and check the yeah. interwebs and see if we could navigate our way to finding them. Because I'm sure these guys have got to have like an Instagram. I mean, oh,
1: they must got an
0: Instagram, I mean, shoot, there's people that have their dogs that have Instagrams.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So I'm sure exactly. these guys have an Instagram somewhere. Well, yeah,
1: and, and the Fullerton schools being adjacent to where I am, I, I'm currently coming out of uh, Orange County right now. So Fullerton is is literally in my backyard.
0: And, and then, Fon- you know, Fontana enough
1: to find out, so. and
0: Fontana's in mine. So, I mean, shoot, we're, That's true. we're the only ones are like the northern like Davis. I'd be like, I don't know. We'll get an interview on Zoom.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but see, this is what I'd like to. I, I want to get a hold of these guys because it's like I want them to see them grow. You know, I want to yeah, they're part of this sport. Let's get them whatever we can. And if there's anybody out there that's part of God, any of the big names, any of the big paintball uh manufacturer names out there. If you guys even hear this, you know, you should just try to get a hold of these guys and try to help them out too. Cause I mean, it's part of the sport. You help them yeah. out. They're going to remember you. They're going to, other people are going to see it and they're going to be like, Holy crap. We want to either want to play for the team or they're going to want to start their own team and they're going to want to buy your product.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, brand recognition. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there, there's that old adage of uh, even bad press is is still press. And now, I wouldn't necessarily say it applies in this case but if you got people talking about you, you're doing something right
0: yeah, and I know that it's not it's not about the almighty dollar, at yeah. least not for us for us, it's, I want to see it grow again yeah. I want to see it get to that point where we had it back in the early 2000s where it was fun to go to these tournaments and we you know We felt like rock stars when we went to these tournaments because we went to those pits and we, you know, we had to tell people, Hey, you can't come in here. I got to go to my pit area with my team. Yeah, exactly. Walk down. You're all thinking you're cool. You see your sign and it's like, yeah, we're in the pits. It was it was exciting. It was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Walking past that little sign that said that uh, you know, uh, players only. You yeah. know that type of thing. Yeah. It, uh, it it did. It had a little bit of a, it. It was. It went to your head a little somewhat and kind of made you feel good.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, when you you walked around these tournaments and you're in your full gear, you know, you feel like you're somebody special when you're really not. <laughs> 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 but it was fun. It was great. I I loved doing it um yeah god i miss it soon i don't know how soon i can't not 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 real soon but soon i might get out there and uh who knows we can see if we can find somebody that'll take two old guys to jump on their teams we may not oh, be I'm the sure. fastest but we can bring we bring experience and skill
1: yeah, exactly
0: so oh man so yeah that's cool that's that's really exciting and uh, so what else we got what else we got i think that's gosh how long has it been it hasn't even been that long
1: Hasn't even been that long, yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's been a little bit of a dry. Um, it's been a bit, a little bit of a dry uh, spell in terms of news because we just had that big event in Florida for the NXL. Um,
0: Did we already? No, we haven't.
1: We we haven't covered that. We haven't covered the results of that yet. No,
0: that happened this um, week. I thought it was next weekend or the end of the month. It's May.
1: No. Yeah, it, end of April through the beginning of you know, no. Is um,
0: hold on, hold on.
1: <laughs> oh shoot! We haven't missed anything. God, don't get we me. We haven't off. missed anything. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no. cause I'm gonna watch it. No, I was, I, I was mistaking that for um, Ooh, for that? the the collegiate event that's coming up for one but then um, backtracking a little bit to the last episode mm-hmm. B and Mike are actually have an event coming up I thought it was either this past weekend or this coming weekend uh, up in Northern California
0: oh yeah it was uh, it was on Saturday the because I can't say today can't say because I don't want to throw people off but it was actually it, the event is. The 10th and the 11th, and yeah. it was up in uh NorCal yeah. at Capitol Edge uh, paintball field, and it was a paintball school. It was a clinic that Mike and
1: okay. – Shane Pastana.
0: Shane Pastana. Yeah. And Mike Paxton, they were putting on the paintball school, which was at Capitol Edge, and they had a pretty good turnout. I actually saw a live stream that B did, and they were actually oh. doing it on – Facebook. So if you guys want to see that you can go on to the B has a link on her page on Instagram and now I'm trying to find it.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm like all over the place. Well, we we reposted it to our Instagram as well.
0: I I reposted the, just the page showing them. Yeah. um, what was going on, but there's an actual link on her, but it was on destiny paintball, uh, Facebook, which was, it went, they went live and it was showing some of what was going on at the paintball school. And it was really cool to watch. I actually woke up in time to be able to catch some of it live. And then I watched the rest of it, uh, later on. How cool is it to be taught by two of some of the biggest names out there in paintball that have taught just, Tons of players, pro players to this day. You know, they've taught them and coached uh-huh. them. And, you know, if you guys, again, follow Destiny and follow B, you'll hear about more of these paintball schools that are going to be going on that, that they put on. Uh, I forgot the list of – they've had a, quite a few. Rocky um,
1: – Rocky Cagnoni, Rocky, Rocky Knuth. I think both of them have done one of the uh, guest spots. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so – you know, they've, they've had quite a few names out there also running these things, and it's a really cool experience if you guys get a chance to do it. Um, yeah. I wish I could have gone out there, but on top of Capital Edge and what was going on up there the as far as the paintball school, but it was also, a, what do you call it? It was a recruiting for one of their Destiny teams. That's what was also going on.
1: Aha. So, see, there was a little bit of an ulterior motive of them having players come out
0: <laughs> hey i i don't blame them i'd do the same thing i mean sure no, neither I would i if you can find hand, some pick
1: your your yeah exactly handpick your raw talent why not yep
0: so that's what they did uh the first day was more of the paintball day the paintball school and mike was going to be there sorry and then the second day was going to be more of a practice with uh the teams from up there and if some of the players wanted to, they still could have stuck around and just practiced with them. they were going to have two coaches there. And I wish I could remember the names of the coaches now. And I feel bad that I can't, but they were going to be out there coaching teams and coaching the the new players that were going on. So it was a pretty cool event. Um, Like I said, keep your ears open, keep your eyes open for the next one that that they have. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll be in contact with B to find out more about, other ones that they'll be put on. And so you can also look for it on our Instagram and uh, I'll post it up because I definitely want to help them out with that because the paintball school is a really cool thing. I mean, I,
1: again, oh, absolutely. I, I wish I could Absolutely.
0: but yeah, it is what it is. I'll try to catch one sooner or later. So that's, that was this weekend. Yeah. You got me scared a little bit on that whole, the NXL. I thought that the NXL had already, I just missed it. I was like, Oh my God. I was just saying on two paint, two, uh, podcasts ago that i wanted to watch it and i was i was like i think i was gonna be in vegas and i would miss it but nope didn't miss it still coming up and they are going to be hosting i think they're going to be fielding a team out there too so i know we're
1: giving that's exciting
0: i know we're giving a lot of love to destiny just because we just talked to b but like i said she's got 19
1: yeah 19 teams yeah
0: Yeah, i did say it and one of their teams will be out there so it's a really exciting time for them
1: It is. It's super exciting. And again, I, as you said, I, I know it seems like we're kind of, you know, on the bandwagon for destiny right now, but the other thing that I do want to mention, and obviously um, you know, it, it, I think it merits at least bringing it up is that the roots of Destiny um, are kind of significant as well because they were one of the first all female teams. Uh, B came from, uh, she initially played for a team called the Femme Fatales, yeah. but as much as I hate to say it, because B is an extremely good paintball player, um, so were a lot of the other ladies that played, um, they weren't taken seriously. They really weren't. Um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of the, the ladies who played on Fem fatales and there were a few others that were out there. Um, they kind of banded together. And then that's when, uh, you know, destiny came on the scene and they came out the gates like really hard. You know, they, they were competitive. They made people sit up and take notice of the fact that there are women playing the sport who can hang with the boys they are just as good, if not better in many aspects. And, and it, it was a very kind of a revolutionary moment. Um, so I, I, I kind of felt like that does need to be, uh, referenced. And now, um, you know, most of the destiny teams are, are, uh, the co-ed, so, you know, it's, it's a mix, men and women, but again, it brought, it brought legitimacy to women playing paintball. And so, um, you know, uh, I, I, I kind of felt like, People who maybe are not as familiar with Destiny, familiar with B, uh, you know, they, they should kind of keep that in the back of their mind that, you know, this is not, you know, a, a up and coming uh, team that is just taking advantage of having a big name behind it. You know, this is something that, that they have worked very hard to get to where they are right now. Yeah. And so it, it, it's very exciting to see them. Uh, you know, to see a lot of their hard work come to fruition. Yeah. So again, you know, a lot of a lot of credit goes to them for the for the time and effort that they put into it.
0: Yeah, and in my history with <laughs> Destiny, was uh, we saw that we saw that it was an all female team, and we wanted to not just put our name to it, but wanted to get them out there also because yeah. it was a really cool thing to see an all female team, and that was one thing that I had told B is that. When it comes to this this sport in particular, the 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 playing field is leveled.
1: It's there very is, level.
0: There is no gender in this sport because if you can shoot and you can move, you can play. That's it. Yeah. You know? And yeah.
1: I, I I I would I, say that's that's more true in this sport than it is any other sport out there. Uh, you know, especially a professional level. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's. That, that cannot be that cannot be more true. Yeah, and she absolutely it,
0: it's funny that she was like, didn't we do a, a ad with you guys for I think it was paintball paintball to extreme. We had an ad
1: uh, paintball me. paintball X, I think it was, was Paintball to Extreme.
0: Yeah. It was that yeah. magazine and I was like, yeah, you guys did. And she went through her phone as we're talking and found it and sent me it because I could not, I didn't have a copy of it. And I was like, holy <laughs> crap there it is. They're wearing Sunday, Sunday clothing t-shirts in this really cool uh-huh. ad. And it was in, it was in the magazine and it was really cool. And then I dug up an old video that, was that I did with them and I followed them around and it was, it was a good video that we did and it was a really cool interview, but you're right. I mean, for her, she would, she was saying that, um yeah, like the first destiny teams, you look at them and it's made up of all these females and they were all pretty, but that wasn't what their goal was. Their goal was to play and just win. And yeah. now she's got it to where she really wanted it, which was a co-ed thing to show that, the boys can play with the girls and you know, you've even got those girls that are even better than the boys. I mean, yep, how it is. So it was really cool, but that's why, yes, I'm gushing a little bit over that. Cause it was really <laughs> something that I, I worked on and worked with. Um, and it was cool. It was a lot of fun.
1: It was, it really ah, was good old days. <laughs> Somehow it keeps doubling back to the, the nostalgia. <laughs> Cause you know what? That's, that's,
0: all we got
1: that's true that's true and and and, and we we never well and and we've never we've never shied away from the fact that you know this is that that's part of our uh i guess you could say our shtick is that um you know we can we can always delve back into the memories and talk about the things that happened to us in the past and compare it to what we're seeing today yeah we are we,
0: so. those two old guys sitting on those chairs on the porch and we just drift we'll be talking about something <laughs> and drift off and just, ah, i remember yeah i remember that too
1: yeah but but we always we always come back to point so
0: yeah so <laughs> but you know what i mean i'm i'm constantly looking for new stuff on online just to see anything new that might pop up especially like on youtube and any videos i even go back and i dig up some of the old stuff like uh sunday driver which had that epic speech by maddie marshall at the very beginning about why we do this and i'm like that's why i did it yep i never ran through a uh you know an airport or slept in one but i that's why i do it i was a paintballer yep but I did come across this one video, which I don't know if I, how I could share it, but it was a really cool, it's just, it's like a teaser video. And I wish we were on live or doing a live stream of this. I would put it up there, which we are thinking about doing that. We are yeah. Coming together and you'll be able to see these ugly mugs and you're going to love it no matter what. And we're going to try to <laughs> put together a live thing where we're actually talking, not live, but at least a YouTube video. And we're going to try to do this at least... Maybe once a month, unless we get like sponsors out. If there's anybody out there that wants to sponsor us and drop gear, we'll show it off. We'll wear it. We'd we'll
1: be happy to do it. Happy yes. to
0: do it. Yeah. We're not asking for free gear. We're asking to show off your gear because there's not enough places right now that are showing it off. There's been, there's a couple stores that I've seen on that show off like some of the new markers, ANS, which there's my love for the ANS. ANS gear.
1: I want to talk about I want to talk about one of their new videos in a moment here.
0: Okay. Well, so I found this video, it's on YouTube. Let me see if I can bring it up. And it's really short and I was like, what is this? And I don't know what it is.
1: Hassle. Not a this free, one. One-day shipping, 24/7 oh. customer care. Oh, 24-hour guarantee, guarantee. Oh. We need rock solid financials. That's not it. <laughs> no, but change is inevitable.
0: National level events at a grassroots level. I got to send you this video to you by seasoned players with the player in mind.
1: We have heard the outcry. Something new is coming. Are you ready?
0: So it's a really short video. It says it's coming in 2022 and it's just labeled the circuit and it's like, okay, what's this? it's piqued my interest. I I was like, what is it? What is this? The circuit? You know, the last time I saw, yeah, the circuit, the last time Hmm. I saw a video like this, um, it was for Sunday clothing. Like we did a teaser like this and it was like, you know, kind of letting people know that we're on our way, we're coming, we're going to. Right. And so I saw this and I was all like, huh, but, uh, yeah, it was really cool. It's really cool. It's something who knows. Definitely, if you guys get a chance, look it up. It's the circuit.
1: Yeah, I'd be curious to see that. Um, I, I'm, as I said, I've got a, a number of windows open, and I'm worried about it possibly bogging down my connection and sounding like I'm, uh, you know, talking to you from the bottom of a trash can. So,
0: <laughs> no, you sound actually pretty good. There's no delay this time
1: around. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. For those of you who listened to the last episode that, uh, that Eugene and I did together, uh, we were experiencing some, we were experiencing that's gotta, some, that's all you gotta know. Yeah. That's all I gotta know. <laughs> um, we were experiencing some technical difficulties and there, it was strange because I could hear Eugene in real time, but for some reason, my responses to him were coming in two, three seconds late. And so mm-hmm. it, it, it caused some weird, uh, some weird issues when it came time to edit down. So, um, and, and unfortunately, I'm talking to you guys via a, a headset running through a phone where Eugene has a nice professional podcast setup. He's got his nice mic and he's got the cans and everything like that. So, uh, well, and but, it's, not even,
0: it's not even a professional mic. I, pe- I think I paid like 20 bucks. <laughs> That's all it was.
1: Okay. Well, make me feel like a <laughs> jerk then. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, I, for my other podcast that I was doing, I uh, haven't done it in a little while. I got to hit up my buddy about that one, but.
1: Yeah. I was going to um, ask about that. Yeah. I mean, now I, that I can actually sit in, I could be a, I could be a third person on that one.
0: I, and I, That would be pretty, pretty awesome to have a third person talking, but uh, yeah. I would, because I travel so much.
1: Yeah, uh, that's true.
0: There was times where I was driving up to work and I would run off my my phone and I was having a hard time trying to just get my phone to run through headphones and it would end up in the Bluetooth in my car. And <laughs> if you guys listen to it, it's the Geek Saga. And it sounds like I am literally in a trash can at times. And then we would lose reception. It was all a mess. So it's kind of nice to be able to have... Like right now, I'm I'm all by myself, and I was able to set up my computer, set up my my uh, microphone, and to be able to do this. So, yeah. But yeah. it's a lot of fun. I love comic books. I love everything about comic books and comic movies and all that other stuff. When it came to geek saga, I loved uh, sitting down talking about it. But when it when we were when I would talk when we would talk about it, all the stuff that was going on in the, with the comic book industry right now is just. So politically driven and just, yeah, it's just garbage. It's just so much garbage that's being thrown out there. And look, if you're one of those people that need a hug and a fluffy bunny and a coloring book um, and get triggered by, you know, some extreme guy like me just farting in the wrong direction uh, or saying something that just isn't right. I mean, I guess those comic books are for you, but all that woke stuff just isn't for me. And if you don't like me now because of that and don't want to listen to this podcast, and well, that, that's what it is. But that's, I was just getting tired of hearing all that when it came to all the paint or the comic book stuff, because I love comic books. I absolutely do. But when you've got Raven's daughter, popping out and she's looking like this hobbit or not raven but firestar and if you know who firestar is in the comic book she's like this hot looking hero and she's got this little dwarf of a daughter and that's because they're going for this whole woke thing it's like nah, i don't want to so i got a little I took a little break from from that podcast because it's just like, it's a downer every time we were talking. It was just like garbage on top of garbage, and uh, yeah.
1: So, so, that, so yeah. that's on hiatus. Yeah, it's,
0: it's on hiatus. It's on hiatus, but we might be bringing it back. I just got to get a hold yeah. of my buddy Jose, and we'll we'll definitely probably kick it off again. Because I was yeah. just in a comic book store out in Vegas, and it was like I dug through some of the comics, and their selection at that store sucked i was not too happy and plus seeing the prices that they wanted for some of the back issues i was like dude no way yeah but i'm I'm starting to get back into finding the old stuff the stuff that was printed on the old freaking newspaper not on this glossy stuff that's like ugh. yeah you know the old stuff that we used to pay like a dollar 25 for that's what i'm looking for as well oh,
1: if that if that
0: Dude, seventy-five yeah. cents, a dollar twenty-five, and then when I saw them jump up to like three dollars, I'm like, "What the? What yeah. am I paying for? It's the same number of pages in the dumb, stupid comic book." Yeah. So, yeah, that's what. Uh,
1: but That's about. a whole nother Oprah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't trigger me. All right. Now I need. Yeah. A
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but um
0: i think what time is it i don't even remember uh,
1: we're, we're coming up on 9:45 so we're almost at the hour mark but okay. before we wrap things up before we wrap things up um we were talking a little bit about uh, some of the videos of different uh, equipment that's coming on the market and things like that. We brought up ANS, uh, You know, they're very prolific with their uh, with their videos. are constantly showing showcasing new uh, markers that are coming out, new masks, new uh, you know harness setups and things like that. And they just dropped. A unboxing video of Planet Eclipse's new Ego LV 1.6. I'm going to butcher the name, so I apologize to anybody, any of my, my Pacific Islander listeners out there. I believe it's called the Teo which means skull breaker. That, this gun, that <laughs> this gun works. is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, if you could imagine a Perfectly formed uh, wave, you know, cresting over, making that nice tube that, uh, you know, every surfer would just die to to ride. Mm -hmm. Take that wave and make it into an LV 1.6 marker. They are unbelievably beautiful. I mean, the milling on this gun is amazing uh please by all means do yourself a favor google pictures of this gun um again i probably butchered the pronunciation of it but um it wouldn't take much much searching to find ans has it for sale on their website right now um it's unbelievable it's absolutely unbelievable uh just flowing lines. I mean, the LV 1.6 is a, a beautiful marker to begin with. You know, the, the Eagle platform is ever since it was released in 2004 has always been a very, uh, you know, very popular marker. Um, they've always done a lot with the, uh, the milling styles and things like that, not only to try and shave off as much of the the metal to make it a nice lightweight setup, but, uh, to make it look nice as well. And they, completely outdid themselves on this it is something to see um kind of reminiscent of the old uh, ripper timmy milling with that nice flowing waves and things but oh man i just i i, I saw i saw some of the colorways that they've cut, that they're they're releasing with this gun and it is a very limited release Excuse me. Um, But they had a, it's like a royal blue and black colorway. They've got a silver and black. Um, They've got solid blue, solid red. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. So I'm, like I say, I mean, take a look at it. And obviously the gun probably shoots much like an Eagle LV 1.6. So you're probably not going to get higher performance or anything like that. But if I see one of these guns walking around on the field, I am definitely going out of my way to go talk talk to the owner and say man can i please touch that <laughs> well
0: you, you got to be more specific when you say can i please touch that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough but uh, the Planet
0: eclipse was teasing to this thing and it was an ad it was a really cool ad the way they were doing it which
1: it was a very was, cool ad and a lot of people tired? thought it might have been a a it might have been a April Fool's uh, April Fool's joke because they released it on April first.
0: Yeah, and it looked like so. a swan wave. It, it, the it just showed the back end, and then it uh-huh. curved into the wave, and you see a surfer, and they're just like, well, what's this? What's
1: coming?" Yeah, out? exactly.
0: And then Ans said, "We finally got them." I got to watch Rory uh, unbox them and he, the, you know i i like a lot of their their videos that they put up and they actually have a video on youtube about the unboxing of this like dennis said so it was really cool to see that and dude those things are sick looking
1: yeah it, it, wow. it's just unbelievably unbelievably uh, amazing i i cannot get enough of it i look at the the marker and it, it just makes me it, it almost makes me cry that I, I can't, you know, <laughs> that I can't afford it.
0: <laughs> well, then let's I put mean, it this way: Let's tell Planet Eclipse if you're listening to us, which you're probably not, but if you are,
1: yeah, please let us let us at least like
0: to just see test
1: it. fire. Yes, would, I would love to test fire the Te Bowl. I'll
0: <sighs> even when we're done with it, we will not keep it. We will give it away. We'll do a giveaway.
1: Oh, that would be a wonderful idea, actually.
0: that yeah, would be a cool idea. Like any sponsor, if you guys want to throw some stuff at us, we're not going to keep it unless you tell us, hey, this is yours. Uh, <laughs> but we would give it away. We would definitely do raffles or giveaways. That would be cool if we can do
1: that. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, do yeah. A, do a giveaway for our listeners. That would be something I would fully be on board for. Absolutely.
0: But alas, we are not that popular
1: yet. Not yet. We'll get there.
0: We will someday. But I think with that, I think that we'll be wrapping this up uh, as we touched on quite a few things in this actual – We did. I'm all yeah. inside now. But for those of you, again, listening, remember Tim and Marcus, two amazing paintballers. Look them up when you guys get a chance. Uh, look at their career and just see how great they were and shoot, man, what they did for us, for all of us. in the For
1: paintball. all of us, absolutely.
0: And then, of course, you know, uh, again, check out B B Youngs Paxson and all her Instagrams and Destiny Paintball on Instagram, and uh, but definitely keep an eye out for them. You know, when you see them, tell them what's up, and we'll definitely watch their games.
1: Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and and keep an eye out on our uh, we're we're now present on Instagram. We've got a Facebook, um, we're, so we're getting our name out there. So keep an eye out for posts from us. Uh, we've got some really exciting things that we want to try and bring to you guys. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really looking forward to, you know, the future of uh, not only this podcast, but where uh, where the sport's going. So
0: definitely, definitely. And let me get, let me tell you guys a few places that you could find us because we are not we're not just on youtube where you can listen to us but we are also on uh several different podcast platforms and i'm gonna bring them up right now let's go we are on six not one not two but six podcast podcast platforms we are on anchor we are on breaker we're on Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and on Spotify. Spotify is the biggest one that we're on.
1: Spotify, I'm gonna, yep.
0: I'm going to be working on getting us onto Apple Podcasts, so soon we'll be coming to that. But you could also catch us, of course, on YouTube. It's just audio for now, and yep, like yep. I said, we're going to be working on getting an actual live thing going uh, fairly soon. And yeah, those are all the spots again, catch us on our Instagram. Instagram is at behind the mask media. That is us. Cause we can just take behind the mask. Somebody actually has it. I don't know. What the-
1: Somebody actually has that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we are behind the mask media because that's what we are is we are media. And if you are, again, if you are a small team, if you are amateur rookie pro, whatever, and you want to, you know, Get yourselves out there. Definitely hit us up. You can DM us on Behind the Mask Media and, you know, drop us some information about you and we'll try to get a hold of you and try to get you guys on the show and talk to you guys about your team, promote you guys a little bit. And anybody else that wants to promote an event, if you're a paintball field that has an event or an event coordinator for tournaments, again, you can catch us on DMs on uh, behind the mass media, and we will promote you guys. If you want to drop, Absolutely. like, you know, a, a website page or something that we could post up, we will post it up on our Instagram and mention you guys on the show. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, get out there, go to your local fields, go to your local stores, support those guys. Let's get them back out of the, the red because of 2020, the stupidity of 2020. Uh, <laughs> But let's get back out there, let's get back playing. Uh, That's pretty much all we've got. This is me and Dennis from Behind the Mask and we are out of here.